Hey everybody, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well shoot, I had that thought one day too, and guess what you're listening to now? Because I know, when I was getting this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record one? Where do I? How do I get it out to people? Do I do carrier pigeon? Do I hand it out in cassette tapes? Or do I just kind of scream at people on the street? None of those are good options. Please don't do that. I was also curious about how I make money from a podcast, because that's kind of important. Well, the answer is oh so simple. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free and ridiculously easy to use now. Anchor can match you with great sponsors, too, so you can get paid to podcast. One of those great sponsors being Anchor. So, I personally love it. It is it is crazy easy to use. Drag and drop the audio, or you can record directly from your phone. You can have people call in, ask questions, all that fun stuff. So, if you've always wanted to start a podcast and start making money doing so, you can go to anchor.fm slash start and join up with me a whole bunch of other people get your podcast off the ground again that is anchor.fm slash start can't wait to hear guys what's going on everybody welcome to who wants bananas i am tyler i have keenan ryan and today we are talking about millennials in the workplace how the older generation views us how we view them some of our best jobs some of our worst jobs and experiences. how we view our present clientele absolutely we have some wonderful stories about the some customers and the experiences that way so we will absolutely be getting into that sit back or lean forward i don't know i'm not your mother enjoy <laughs> it either way because that i will be telling you to do and take your pants off maybe well, maybe I mean if it, I already did, so it's too late. Yeah, he did take my pants off earlier. <laughs> well, that was last week. Well, I just want to be popular, so. And who wants bananas? <laughs> like the entire thing, the hours, the hours <laughs> everything. Uh, We're throw it out. Start again. Um, so, Ryan, what was your worst job? My oh. <laughs> <laughs> my worst job, my worst job was, I won't name it, but it was, I got hired. <laughs> don't, don't give the company names. Right. What, what I is. got hired at a company, uh, a smaller company, but definitely working its way up there. But I got hired fresh out of high school and they hired me to be a shop technician, basically working on clients' equipment uh, as it would come into the shop, order parts, things like that. Um but what they had me do was construction on a new site that they were doing. Right. Huh. Yeah. Not what I was hired to do. Right. Um, Job expectations may change at any given time. Uh, apparently. Of course. So. Job expectations and, you know, your pay. Yeah, our company policies regarding, you know, you. <laughs> so, to be fair, my pay never changed. It was always the same. Yeah, uh, but if your job responsibilities increased then and your pay didn't you yeah were, is the pay worth you it at were that getting point? paid less <laughs> uh, right i mean so i mean there was many times where the boss slash owner would come around and be like ryan what are you doing because i'm just sitting there waiting for my shop tech guy who's training me to come in it's like i'm waiting for joe schmo to come in and He'd be, like, he'd be like, well, go find something to do. and Go sweep up the shop and shit. And then <laughs> he'd come down and be like, hey, why aren't you over at the new location working on that? I'm like, well, because there's nobody over there to tell me what to do. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just not going to go walk <laughs> over there and just start hammering concrete. 
So that's I mean, concrete hammerer is a uh, is a hell of a position to have. It's it doesn't pay a lot. Mm. It, it doesn't pay a lot. I'll tell yeah, you that. And the trades are dying out. Well, exactly because yeah, people yeah, like me won't do it. But <laughs> pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> so that sounds pretty awful. I went over to the job, and this was the worst part of the job. Oh God! Uh, I went over and. I was working, and the boss came by. He's like, hey, I need you to install a door. <laughs> like, okay, no problem. It's a door. I know how to put a door on. What he didn't tell me was it was a solid oak door. Door probably weighed 200 pounds. Oh. He wanted me to do it by myself. Great. So I went to go put the door up on the hinges so I could put the pins in to hold the door, and I completely destroyed my back. Oh, good. Like, pulled a muscle in a bad spot. Had a hard time breathing. Like it was, a, it was a big deal. So they took me down to like a medical place. Yeah, yeah, like they they have to because you know liability and stuff. Did you fill out any forms for workman's comp? No. Oh, mm, that holds them liable. I might have. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I filled out. This was years ago, but uh, I didn't get the workman's comp because I pissed positive for weed back in the day. Oh. But uh, congratulations. Yes. But I, they were like, yeah, no, you won't have any long lasting side effects. You just got to, you're not allowed to work for a week, take these meds and come to physical therapy. The meds are muscle relaxants. And I went to the physical therapy when it, every time that they told me to go, did all the stretches at home and all this and that. And I still to this day have back problems because of it. Sons of bitches. Yeah. So that was the worst job I ever had, getting hired to do something I wasn't actually hired to do. What about you, Tyler? A similar-ish story. Um, the job itself was... So I was a, a shuttle driver at a car dealership, which was interesting. Um, I think it was... You mean like you operated the truck with a plow? No. no it was a, the courtesy shuttle. Oh, a shuttle, shuttle driver. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I heard shovel driver <laughs> no. for some reason. No, that's my bad. That's no, me being the, deaf. Uh, the shuttle driver. So <clears throat> customers would come in, get their cars fixed. I'd bring them to work or wherever they needed to go. That part was fine, but a similar vein of doing other shit. Like, not all the people didn't need to be driven places all the time. Mm. So, in between, I didn't have anything to do. So, my job responsibility there was look busy. Like, what does how, that mean? How am I supposed to look busy? Like, go help the parts guys. They don't want me to help them. They've been here for like decades. They <laughs> they they got this. They, they have a system. They don't I'll want me to touch anything what they're doing. Any other help is just going to be. In the way. Right. Like, It'll and, be irritating. And they're not super right. busy. Like, they know what they're doing. Like, they don't need the help. Like, they would just have me organize things, and like, they have a system. Like, it's not... So, like, half the time, I'd just be walking around, and I just... I, I think I swept, like, one chunk of the floor for, like, half an hour. Yeah, just that sounds just about right. Just looking busy. Right? And that's it. Um, And, like, <clears throat> the... I met some, met some cool people Um, just driving around. I... <laughs> It, the weird part was the like everyone kind of clenched when the owner walked in, which is not a good time. No, <laughs> like I mean just that, that's a, that's a bad signal when the owner comes in and everyone gets everyone nervous, gets really nervous. The, uh, so they were they were building a new location and right, similar similar. It's, it's starting to sound very similar. Uh, the uh, they had like a, a lobby waiting room area for people to sit while their cars getting worked on, watch TV, things like that. Um, Masturbate, do whatever you want to do. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Not illegal. <clears throat> so I'm going to tell people until someone actually does it. Because you said it wasn't illegal. I'm like, what? Well, they believe me. It'd be great. Um, 
So the they have this whole thing set up and they don't have any cable management whatsoever because it's still brand new. So I'm I'm walking in there, the the owner's looking at it, just <clears throat> kind of face crumpled and just kind of upset. And he's like, Was it older dude? Uh no, just a dick. Oh, <laughs> yeah. all right, fair. Just an ass bag. I mean, older, yes. Um, like 40s. Yeah, 40, 50, somewhere around right. there, if I had to guess. Um, but he's just a jerk. Uh, and he looks at it and goes, hey, can you can you get, like, can you cable these? Can you make this all nice and neat? And like, eh, I'll give it a shot. He's like, no, we need to do better than that. Motherfucker, I'm not. <laughs> like, this, isn't, <laughs> this is not what I, I do. I'm, just, I'm here. I can do this for you. But if you like, I know how to zip tie cables, man. Like it's like just tuck it behind like the fixture <clears> they had and everything. I'm like, I, could, I don't think the I don't think the hole was big enough to actually get the cables into. But he's like, I oh, we need to do better than that. Like, all right, cool. If you want to pay somebody to do this, like more than you're already paying me, sure, do that. Yeah, go or for I it. Or I can take a swing at it, and if it doesn't work, then we're in the same boat we are now. But don't be a I think I just walked away. Like, all right, just walked away and <laughs> just grabbed a broom. Uh, that job I just stopped showing up to. <laughs> I just like what I also worked two jobs at the time. So I think I was working like thirteen hours a day. <laughs> I'm like, you know yeah. what? One of these two is just not worth it. So uh, I think I, like I stopped showing up and I get a, like a phone call a couple of days later. I was like, hey, you done? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right. You want to bring your uniforms in? We can give you your last paycheck. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> best way to leave he didn't give two shits that place is awful yeah i mean the way it ended up with me over at, at my worst job was again me waiting in the shop for my guy to come in he comes walking around with people who i, I assumed was executives or something i don't know somebody he was clearly trying to impress i'm just sitting there waiting for joe schmo to show up and he's he says just walks in and says ryan find something to do so I just go around sweeping, sweeping. About an hour later, he comes back and he goes, I forget exactly what he said, but the gist of it was you can work till lunch and then you you can go home for the day or you can keep working for the end of the week, but either way, you're fired at the end of the week. So I said, okay. I would have left on the spot. That's what I did. I, went, I said, okay, waited for him to leave, went into the break room, grabbed my lunch, told all the guys goodbye. It was nice and went home and never went back. You can work till lunch or you can work to the end of the week. How about, yeah, he I'm said, just, your choice. So how, I, about, how about I just leave now? Yeah, I didn't even tell him. I just ripped said, the okay. band-aid off as opposed to pulling it off slow. Yep. That's weird. Yep. <laughs> it's like, you're fired later. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm fired now. Yeah. So <laughs> it almost I, sounds like you were laid off, though. No, I was definitely not laid off. They were doing well. Oh, they straight up fired you. I straight up fired me. Oh, okay. Because I wasn't doing a job that I wasn't hired to do. <laughs> well, semantics. That, it's really. also their own fault. I know. For not utilizing you. I know. I was there to learn how to be a shop technician. I loved the stuff they were doing. It was super like technical and hands-on. Like when I was actually able to work in the shop, it was awesome. Ass bags. Yeah. Bunch of dicks. How about you, Keenan? Yeah. What was you your do? worst job? Yeah. So it's but it's one of two, and I'm trying to think of which one ultimately was worse. Um, I had a job when I was like 18 years old. I was assembling <clears throat> gift baskets, but I'm weighing that against my electrical apprenticeship. Huh. From what I've heard, because I've heard about both of these. My personal opinion would be the gift baskets one is the worst. I think you're right about that. So. I, I also want to hear about the gift baskets. I mean, we can definitely talk about both because while the electrical one sucked, it was not as bad as the gift basket one. No, and there was there, there was a lot of positives with that job as well. Whereas this gift basket place, there really it was literally there was no a real positive. Shop. 
that's a strong way to put it. I wouldn't say sweatshop definitely overworked us. Definitely overworked us. Were you an assembly line for gift baskets? Essentially so, yeah. So I I'm just thinking Willy Wonka. That's <laughs> like, all I'm thinking. Not that nice. So it was a warehouse. There was no singing. Um, the warehouse is actually close to where you guys work. Okay. Um, it was a warehouse. It, it seemed okay at first, but the first thing that I noticed was that everyone there, I shouldn't say everyone because that's a big generalization, but most people there were supporting either an alcohol addiction or a drug addiction or both. Everyone there living paycheck to paycheck. I'd always hear about, you know, the you know, the people there getting kicked out of their hotels or motels wherever they're staying. I'd hear, you know, oh, you know, I just she can go a couple days without eating. I needed I needed beer. Referring to, you know, my kids can go without food because I needed alcohol. Or huh. I, I bought a couple ounces. What about what about your daughter? I just I dropped her Ooh. off at her mom's house. <laughs> Wait, her. Who? Oh, oh shit! I gotta let her right. out. I swear, sometimes I think that was like where people's minds were going. Like they just, they, no one cared. The management was okay. You know when you have a manager who was like overly positive, like they won't swear. Like you know, you drop something. Ah, shit! They're like, good golly. G Willikers. Like Drats. Too, too happy about everything and sugarcoating how awful it was to work there. I'm pretty sure that when I got hired there, the longest running employee there, just on the line, had maybe a year. Maybe a year. That's wow. a good company to work for right, right there. How long has the company been around? Don't remember when they is started. Is it still around? They are. Okay. Oh, I know what it is. They ain't going anywhere. Uh, no, they, <laughs> they do have a revolving and, door out front. Yes. <laughs> The last I heard about it, which was like in 2016, I think, um, the working conditions were basically the same, and but the company was just getting ever more successful. But I, I think I remember like Christmas Eve, I was there till like two o'clock in the morning, huh. which, admittedly, is not the longest hours I you know have had ever worked. Which at the time it was. I think a lot of the reason why I hated that job so much was because I just I didn't really have very thick skin at the time. I think I was maybe a little bit coddled and just didn't expect to be forced into not forced I chose to work there but you know be thrown into something quite like that before. The pay was awful. They would cut off your pay if you went, you know, too much overtime. So I remember looking at my paycheck sometimes to be like this is not right. That's also super illegal. I, yeah. Ended up like filing something with the state. I never heard back about it, but you know, other times well, the labor board would have a few things. Well, that's to say what it was, the New Hampshire Labor Board. Yeah, that's and they can't not pay you if you're working. They can tell you not to work. We would, you know, they'd skip out on our breaks and lunches and big, but I've we've been here 14 hours and I'm fucking starving. Yep. Like, like, yeah, we should have thought about that before we, you came we, in. we got gift baskets to make, so you know, get on it. So finally, is, it was all of this is really illegal. <laughs> the sweatshop. I'm sure they've changed their practices, and now it's just you know a shitty place to work, but not a shitty illegal place to work. Maybe, but I mean, I I hated <laughs> I it. Haven't worked I there, so. I hated going to work every single day. Like I, 
there was that was the job I called out of the most. And I tend to try to not call out of work. Last job I had, when I was working with you guys, I ended up calling out a lot because I legitimately got sick a lot, which I don't. Yeah, you were sick a lot. I don't well, understand. We work with hundreds. Of, we work with hundreds of people. It's a big say, tradition there. Yeah, since I've since I've left, nothing. I've I've been fine. Yeah. And even if I you know like get a little something, I can go to work and just bust my ass through it. It's not that bad. Right now that <laughs> at least where we're 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 at now, somebody is sick always. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's a pretty safe. It's a, it's a ton of people in one day. spot. Right. But actually, it was that. Awful job that I was working making gift baskets that ultimately propelled me into joining the military. I was like, <laughs> prepared you like, wonderfully for it. Like, well, right, one, this is terrible. Well, it didn't Smash prepare me into a it, shit. it propelled me. But even as is, it was maybe a month before I went in, one of my old managers showed up at my other because I was working two jobs at the time. I had a pet, I was working at a pet store uh, that I loved. It was a fun job. There was two managers, one of them kind of sucked. I didn't like the guy, but. I'm not going to judge him. I don't know what he was going through. The assistant manager was fucking awesome. He was a lead by example kind of guy. Nice. He'd go out for a cigarette break and collect the carts. He'd tell me, hey, go bring down top stock from the from perimeter. All right, cool. Two seconds later, he's behind me. Toss it down. He's help, he's helping me out. He was he was fun to he was fun to talk with. If it was a dead day, we'd sweep up. He'd be behind me spot mopping. They would go into the office and watch Family Guy and Futurama. There you go. It was, <laughs> it was fantastic. Like that job was so fun. It was. I think we were a crew of six people, oh, not wow. including the managers. And at least during most of the time I was there, it was the same six people. Oh, it didn't pay a ton, but they hired. It wasn't the most. They hired demanding 16, job. 17, 18 year olds. They knew it was. Uh, a first-time job so you could afford your new shoes or a fucking Game Boy or something it's like a, that. It's a part-time job. Like, and that's the way they treat it. But, you know, the assistant manager, whoever you liked, he made it a lot of fun. That's always good. Yeah, that, that helps a lot. I mean, so, management can make or break. And, you know, employees. one manager tried his very best to break it. Well, I'm sure he didn't try. But the guy was just a dick. I didn't like him. The other one made it enjoyable to show up. I'd see the schedule, and I was almost always working with him. I was like, this is going to be a fun day. It was one of the few jobs I never dreaded driving to. In fact, there are some days I'd be like, I get to work with him today. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to do some cool shit and watch Family Guy. Nice. I had uh, – uh, I can, I'll even admit I worked there because they just went under. I worked to work at uh, Toys R Us. Uh, <laughs> that, was, uh, that was an interesting place. Uh, I had – so the main the store manager there was awesome. He was fantastic. Um, and one guy there wasn't great, but he had the best stories because they were so full of lies. <laughs> oh, that's even better. <laughs> like, he just made everything up, and none of them were possible. Um, so he either had twenty to sixty shoes. From Michael Jordan signed, and it really depends on when you ask him the story. Um, he fluctuated that number pretty heavily, <laughs> uh, but he gave him all the way. Oh, that makes me think of another story. I'll tell uh, after. Wait, question. Uh-huh. Was he totally serious about this? Oh yes. Oh, so he yeah. wanted you to believe it. In his life, this happened. According this to this was him. legit. This. Oh yeah. All right. He was like, oh yeah, I, because he used to work at uh, Foot Locker, and he saw Michael Jordan. All I was going to say yeah. finish line that shows how fucking old I am. I think it might have been finished actually. It's still around. Oh, really? And it's, and it's also it's finished still, still around? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no shit. 
Um, but oh yeah, no, he was like, oh yeah, I met Michael Jordan. We used to we used to hang out all the time. You're not hanging. Maybe not hang out, but it's like I met him plenty of times at different <laughs> company events. He gave me shoes, signed them all. We're like, why didn't you sell them? <laughs> like, yeah, those would be worth a lot of money. Like even like I, I don't know when you worked. At, I don't know when you worked there, but any time where you knew the name Michael Jordan, a signature from him on his shoes would have been worth a lot of money. Yeah. Um, where he, he's like, ah, I want to give them away. Like, all right, cool. Um, so that wasn't even the best part. The best part is he told us he bought a boat. He just bought a boat. It was a. Uh, I want a boat. He was. It was a. It was like a cheap. I think it was like a, he said it was like a five hundred dollar boat. Like all right, he wanted to go. Put what him. fucking boat can you get for five hundred bucks? A kayak? Oh, you. No, you, you can get like a. It's like a metal frame boat with a motor on the end. Also, That's you it. suspend your disbelief because again, this man lies about everything. It's a good point. <laughs> so <laughs> tell me, he bought a fucking cigarette racer for five hundred bucks? I, I don't think he even got into the details of the boat. It might have probably a good idea. All right. Uh, so he he tells us like yeah. But I don't know if you guys are familiar with the the prison nearby, um, but he's like, yeah, I put it. We went down there, put it in the river over there. You that river is about a foot deep. Yeah, that's <laughs> not really. It's more of a creek, really. Right. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, the the one I'm thinking of, it's wide enough. The sure. one by the prison and the quarries. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, suspend your disbelief <laughs> because it only gets weirder. <laughs> so that like I know in certain places it gets relatively wide, but no matter almost no matter where you go, that's a rocky fucking yeah. Right, it's, you can walk across it fine. Yeah, you ain't taking there are a boat parts that there. get deep like further down. Yeah, but not even not even long enough or wide enough where you'd be able to use a boat. Some no, there's 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 a couple parts. There, there's you, times I've driven along it, and I've seen you know people with docks and stuff like that. Yeah. People with their boats. I think, right, well, I think in most spots it's two feet deep, and yeah. that's being generous. And there's a but there's a couple reservoirs along it. I think that allow for people to have boats. But, anyways, but in the river, was, no, he was not. The story I was telling about the pet store that I got oh, sidetracked on. Oh, I was gonna say there's so much more to the story. What <laughs> we've got multiple stories going. Oh, right we have now. a boat. So oh, we're still, when, oh, we're still mid pet store story. Sorry. I was, but so when I was working there, because I was working there at the same time, I was working there weekends while I was working this uh, gift basket place during the week. Mm. And this pet store I'd been at for much longer. I just I need more work. So finally, I said, "Fuck this place, I'm done." And I came in. I was like, "Yeah." So I just went through military entrance processing. And like, what does that mean? I'm like, I'm going into the Navy. So see you later. So I'm it's so then I'm working probably like 30 hours a week at the pet store, maybe. I don't know. I was 18, long time ago. Right. And it had been several months. I had a year to wait. So it, I was probably a couple months out from boot camp. And my old manager from the gift basket place comes in. And I was like, Oh hey, we'll call her Sue. Sue, how like, how are you? She's and she recognized me. Obviously, she's like, hey, what's? I didn't know you worked here. I'm like, yeah, this is where I worked on the weekends. And sometimes, like, if we got out early enough, I'd come work a shift here. And she's like, oh yeah, no kidding. I'm like, so how is Gift Basket Place doing? She's like, I don't know. I fucking left that place. She's like, I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't do it. I was like, well, it seemed like your job was kind of cushy. She's like, it's not so much that. She's like, it was a moral dilemma. Every single day for me to overwork everyone and then to also leave after like five hours and collect a decent salary. She's like, I, you know, it was great for me, but it started weighing on my conscience. So I, I couldn't do it anymore. I just, I'm somewhere else and I'm much happier. 
much better paid, and I'm I feel satisfied at the end of a work day. So I got to see a whole new side of her, which was kind of nice. She right. said like you were you were a good worker. You know, I'm sorry shit happened that way. And I remember telling her, like, well, I'm actually, I'm waiting for the Navy. She's like, oh, working at Gift Basket Place, you're going to be fine. <laughs> I'd be willing to bet that Gift Basket Place is probably worse than anything they can throw at you at boot camp. <laughs> Which, to be totally honest, turned out to be true. Nice. So, damn. <laughs> anyways, story. This dude bought yeah, a $500, $505-foot yacht. Right. Put it in the Rocky put it in the, Field put River. It, put it in a river that's impossible to put in. And, oh, it gets better. Hey, just, just, just. Imagine a world where the rest of the story is possible. So he and goes, she sank with all 2,500 passengers on board in her maiden voyage to New York from Belfast. Wow. I think you're thinking of the Titanic. Mm. Was that not what it was? We didn't, we didn't get into the specifics. We, we didn't ask him questions. We wanted to hear this train <laughs> I just unfold. wanted to hear it go. <laughs> um, so he puts the boat in. He went out with his... Uh, his parents to take him out in a, a nice boat. Mind, mind you, this is like the day he bought the boat. How old is this dude? Yes. Middle-aged? Oh, okay. Um, so he goes out, <laughs> and the boat starts sinking, which is a problem because the water's so deep. Mm. Uh, so All two he, and a half. Better have your life jackets for that. Right? Yeah. So so he takes he takes his mother, swims her back to shore, his father apparently can't swim very well. He's just hanging out in the middle of the river. Um, so mm. he goes back to so this get... guy's a goddamn war hero. Yeah. He, oh, goes, yeah. he goes back to get him in the middle of this river. Um, he fought bring, in World War One. Brings them back. And they keep in mind, this is all shit he told me. Uh, he goes back, gets him, brings him back to shore. They Apparently it's cold. So they had to strip down naked to, to stay warm. Uh, then they're going through the woods, and they find... No, he didn't even rescue his dad. He went to go find help. Just left his dad sure, out there. Sure, yeah. <laughs> just just <laughs> not just a good floating. swimmer, just kind of floating in the middle of yep. the river. Uh, he, then he found a couple in the woods having sex. Did the feces um, of a bowl like start to fall out of his mouth when he would open it? Uh, I don't know. Like, he was so dead serious, it was ridiculous. Like, he like was, you almost believed him? Oh, God. We were... Because just questions kept popping up, like, all right. How did this? How did this boat sink? How did you get it in the? So then, like afterwards, we would just kind of ask questions to just to, just to poke holes. Right? In it. No, no, not even that. Just to see how far the lies would go. Like, what'd you do with? <laughs> what'd you do with the boat? <laughs> we just left it at the bottom. Like <laughs> your five hundred dollar boat. Right, the like, great white sharks have made a home out of it right. now. <laughs> um, let's see. Had a fight off a sperm whale while I was swimming my mother to shore. Basically, <laughs> at one point they got naked to warm up. Mind you, according to him, he ran to the woods, found help, grabbed a couple that was having sex, went back and grabbed his father out of the middle of the river. So even according to his story, he has left a dude in the middle of the river who apparently can't swim very well, or else why wouldn't he swim to shore? Right. Um, Walk to shore. <laughs> right. He can tread water really well. Apparently, he's very good at it. The best water treader. Um, the goodest water treader. The and apparently his two, three-year-old managed to throw a Wii remote through a wall. Now that I believe. I don't know if he lived no in, in the Japanese rage of some house. children. Well, well just going there. based off of the rage of my brother when he was younger. If we didn't have those straps on the Wii, <laughs> we would have lost a few TVs. <laughs> uh, we would have lost a few TVs. <laughs> Get it? Because the console is called a Wii. I Nintendo it's not don't get the it. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Huh? 
Someone's gonna have to explain that one to me. Mm. Right, well, later, I have a, I have a, I have a power. Oh, you, you're not taking me out back again. Not after last time. This is a running my, theme. <laughs> my farts <laughs> still don't make any sound. <laughs> what do you mean? Still, that's nothing to do with me. That, just that was the way you went out back with. I did nothing to your butt. I just smacked you in the neck. Right. So then who? Anyways. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that was uh, that was interesting. But I've uh, I've definitely had jobs where the the workforce there's just a generational divide. Yeah, pretty heavily. Um, one of my more recent jobs was sometime last year. The I think they had the numbers where I think sixty five percent of that particular office could retire at any day. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, wow. Not good. That's a large percent of your office. That's most of them. And that's like, more than half. Um, like the, that's right. 65% is more than half. I know. I I'm know my very shapes. proud of you. <laughs> but not like the uh I think most of the people like people have been there like I sat next to a guy, I've been there like 10 years, a guy was like there like nine, someone was there like 20, some guy in the, the warehouse is like 35. There was Jeez. a ghost who still was at his keyboard. <laughs> right. It's like Professor Bins from Harry Potter. He just got up for work one day, didn't realize he was dead. <laughs> but that place was, uh, like, they didn't, it's it just, so not only was the, the workplace itself, but the, the general clientele just didn't. Just didn't quite. Just such a disconnect. It was really weird. They get like half of them did it one way, the other half did it another way. Uh, well, keep in mind, sixty-five percent could retire. No, I know. I'm taking time. that into account. I was the youngest by like a decade, <laughs> at very least. Um, pre- uh, no, there was like me and somebody else is a couple years older, and then. There's Retirement there. age. Uh not quite, but close. Yeah, <laughs> that there. was it. Um, so like I'd ask them like, Oh, how do we do this? And how do that? Or how they, they, they didn't know any other ways to do it. They did it this way. Cause that's how they've been doing it. Like so the, been doing it for that's like the worst years. answer you can always give. Like, we, why do you do this? Because this how way? we've always done it. Like, well, that's what if I present you with some way that's much easier, much more efficient. We don't do things that way. Right. So like, it's, it's, well, within OSHA, it's actually probably safer to do it my way. You'll get it done half the time. Therefore, you can go on to more projects. That's not the way we do things. Mm-hmm. Okay, fuck me then. Right, and like the systems, like they didn't know. Like if they weren't doing it their way, there wasn't a way to do it. Like, yes, there is. And that's, <laughs> but that's sure one that way is. that I feel a lot of companies nowadays are actually not necessarily tailoring to millennials, but... I think it's one thing that makes a lot of companies excited about hiring on younger people is some of the companies that, you know, companies that have been around a little bit longer and they're probably been around a little bit longer because they adapt to the times. Yeah. They look forward to younger generations coming on because it's fresh ideas, fresh ideas. Let's see what we could change, what we could make better. The place where I work, even during my interview, I'm the youngest guy at my, at my job, at least in the location that I work at. Um, by about 10 years. Mm. And even in my interview, my manager, who was the one who interviewed me, had said, well, one thing we definitely want, especially bringing on people who are younger, one of the ideas with the companies, we're an old company. We started in 1947. The way we stay afloat is because when we got new people coming on in the 60s, young people coming in then, they had new ideas. How can we use a newer technology? How can we use that to our benefit? Hey, let's listen to them. 
let's try it out. If it doesn't work, no big deal. If it does work, fucking great. We'll adopt it. And that's into this day. Now, I came up with a few different um, with ways to market air conditioners, which at the current moment, it's not very difficult. Right. But ball yeah. sticky, cooling down. <laughs> the given, issue, given the time of year we're in, we're sweating now. But the time, yeah. but the time of year is exactly the problem. We're noticing, and I had mentioned, let's notice what air conditioners are in the biggest demand for this year. What brand? How many BTUs? Portable window? Cheap. Are we doing split systems? Which ones? Come like April. We'll put out tons of advertisement. Summer's coming up. Put in your pre-orders for air conditioners. Because we, like, our warehouse does not release air conditioners until, like, May or something like that. Hashtag free the ACs. (laughs) Free them. (laughs) Free them all. But I've said, let's... I mean, that's just smart. Put out advertisement. Find what people want. We're seeing a lot of 12,000 and under for window units. Window units, we're generally seeing anywhere from... Rarely a 5,000 BTU, but 6,000 to 10,000. That's what we see for windows. And it's usually Frigidaire or Friedrich. And real specific. (laughs) (laughs) This is what he does all day. (laughs) So, I mean, it reminds me of where I met you when I trained you how to do it. I had that kind of mentality where, like, this, you, you need to start here and you need to end here. As far as like back when we worked in retail, closing the systems out. Right. And I even told you, I was like, this is how I do it. I don't care how you do it, but you have to get this. And that's what I had been told by the owner, the manager that I first worked for said, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter how you do it as long as that's correct. And there's a few different correct ways you can do it. If you have a better way of counting, a more efficient way, or if you want to, you know, amend the spreadsheet somehow. As long By all as you means, get do the it. right answers, I don't care how you do it. I mean, even back when we had that awesome manager over there, and we were running the place, he was the GM. We were the we were like, I mean, I was the manager at the time, but you were had the same free reign as I did. And he would just come down and say, "Hey, I need this to be done." Well, it's also because I previously managed until well, yeah, until I left for school, and then and then, then I brought you back. But yeah, it was and it was literally, I don't care how you do it. I just need this to be done. Make it happen. And but also another good thing about him. We had ideas. He listened to us. He mm-hmm. let us try it out. Right. And that's one of the reasons why I, you probably stayed as long as you did. I stayed as long as I did. He was a big part of why I stayed as long as I did. And as soon as he was gone, it went downhill. Okay. In my opinion, as I, far as the morale. I'm pretty sure I, I remember quitting on the spot not you much quit. longer. You quit literally the same day that I, I gave my notice. You quit on the spot. I said, you know, I, I'm not doing this anymore. Now that was too bad because that was a great job that had the potential to be a wonderful career. Man, if I'll tell you, if I got paid what I got paid now to do that job, <laughs> I would do it. I'd still be there. <clears throat> it was it was a fun job. It was it was something I was but passionate work, about. Work in retail, you're never gonna make the kind of money you need to make. No. Sometimes you can. I mean, there's people who make a massive living where I work. I'm hoping they reach that level at some point. I'm sure you will if you stick to it. Yeah, I mean, it's building the, a clientele. That's the, dealing with the public though <clears throat> is it's a different ball game. I completely <laughs> forgot. And here's the issue: the public is stupid. The thing <laughs> is, saying the public is stupid. I mean, we're also referring to ourselves. Anytime you hear, oh, someone, oh where I, I get, it. I've done some idiot. dumb shit, <laughs> horribly stupid stuff. I get it. <laughs> but here's this is a good example of, and it's not to demonize anyone. 
But and I was. But I was, here we go. But was, we're demonizing was, these people. I'm going to. But I was telling. Them, I was, I'm sure you've all heard the term. Millennials are the most entitled sons of bitches ever. I've heard it. I've heard it. Not directly at me, I, but I've heard it heavily. Especially working here for just like the two months that I have, heavily have to disagree. Oh, absolutely. People with money and just older people in general are the most entitled people I have ever met. And that's not to say all of them. That's not fair to say. Because there's the ones plenty that you've run into. But there's, there's plenty of millennials who are the same way. Mm. Oh, I mean, any generation, there's going to be people but, like that. <laughs> we call those people assholes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and assholes are terrible. From what I've experienced, you know, someone come in, I need a new dishwasher. Cool. I'll take them through, get them excited about something. All right, so uh, it's free delivery, blah, blah, blah. When do you need it? All right, my delivery's out like a week and a half right now. That doesn't work for me. Oh, okay. Well, neither I'm, do I. Later. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that's that's the... This day is the earliest I have available. That's the earliest I have an opening on any truck. How about tomorrow? <laughs> like, maybe you didn't hear me no. the first time. You don't seem to understand me. I don't have a dishwasher right now. How? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Wash them by hand? That's why just, that's of course, why I'm not going to say that. That's but why I that's just say, you know what? I have something in the back. Let me show you. Bring them to a sink. You see? <laughs> you have one of these Soap, home? We can sponge. There you go. Bam. Now, oddly enough, the people with busted refrigerators, their food is spoiling. Probably three to $400 worth of groceries. Yeah, I have a dead fridge. I just and it's old as hell. Anyways, I want a, I want a nicer one. Boom, here you go. All right, cool. Yeah, uh, when can you deliver it? So, um, it's gonna be like two weeks. Really? Ah, oh, it's not a big deal. You know, it is what it is. It, you guys are doing a lot of work. It's busy. That's just no problem. I don't get it. Right? I, I, and I, I don't know. Two very different people in that scenario. Right. I don't know if it's a. I wonder if it, I. I'm not 100% sure if it's a generational thing or I don't some think people it is. just suck. I really don't think it's a generational <laughs> thing because, it, I mean, there are old, not to be disrespectful, but there are old fucking geezers <laughs> who are the same way. <laughs> like, the, not all not of to them. demonize, but fuck these people. <laughs> not to be but, disrespectful. These old sons of bitches. <laughs> but you know who I'm talking about. Like, that generation, the old, like, the grandparents, the generation of the grandparents... There are people in there who are, they act like entitled pricks. Mm. Same thing with my parents' generation, and then same thing with our generation. It's not a generational thing. And the thing is, uh, there's a lot of the older generations, like older Gen X boomers, that it's not that they're shitty people, but they're (laughs) shitty to service people. Mm. And I feel like the reason that is, and I could be totally wrong because I'm neither one of those, but... From talking to a lot of them, they've never worked service. They don't. You get either it. have a trophy wife who graduated, you know, high school and married her rich husband who got filthy rich by managing a Radio Shack, mm. so he never had to deal directly with the public. Or you know, these people got out of high school, they went into a trade, they paid a hundred thousand dollars for fifty acres of land and a four hundred thousand square foot house. They got ripped off. I know, right? <laughs> But it's I, I feel like less of the older generations had to work service. Less of them know what it's like to be on the other side. Well, the service generally, industry. generally, most people when you see the other side, when you experience it, you change your tone. You know, when I was a little kid, 12, 13, 14 years old, I did I just I was a cleanup boy for a construction crew. I didn't work service. 
So I was a total jackass when I went into when I went to Walmart or to Blockbuster or something like that. I just dated myself there really bad. But <laughs> you know, we would fuck around. We would move the product. We'd like knock candy off their like the racks and stuff like that, thinking we were hilarious. I, I think yeah, but that's, that's then I started stuff. working. Mm, it's it's kind of that. It's also not knowing what it's like for the other person. Yeah, That's but at the fair. same time, you don't see forty-year-old because people I started work, worked it. I started working that. retail when I was sixteen, still a teenager, still had the immature tendencies to want to do stupid shit like that. But you know, when that started happening, when I was working in the sorts, wow, this kind of fucking blows from the other side. I I wasn't like that, was I? I was. I mean, it's, it's a fair. It, it's a wonderful way to see the other side for sure. But I also think about it like going back to, the, I mean. Working in a, in a re- small retail shop like that wasn't really, as far as my grandparents are concerned, that they weren't everywhere like they are now. Things like that. Like, there wasn't a Burger King on every corner when my grandparents were growing up. I mean, my, my mother and her sisters and brothers were the first people in their family to work in a fast food restaurant. And I thought I remember hearing something like my dad in high school, he worked in the lumber yard. Yeah, like the jobs that me and you had grown up are not the same jobs that my parents had grown up. Or they are the same as my parents, but not the same as my grandparents. I would say most most millennials have worked service, have worked some form of retail, or had to deal with the general public. Yeah. And know what it's like to be shit on every single day. That's why I think more of us, and again, I could be totally wrong, but that's why I feel like more of us, when we go into a retail store, we try to be as nice as possible because we know what it's like being on that other side. We know how it feels to be shit on every single day. And sometimes you go somewhere and you look at a young kid behind the register and you know. You just see, like, just. the depression in their eyes and it's like, like bring, going, bring it in, buddy. Just, <laughs> there's just, a light at the end but of the how tunnel, you doing? I promise. Talk with them a little bit and you'll see them light up. It's like someone treating me like a human being. This isn't. Well, that's exactly what it is, at least for me. It's not that I've worked in service because i have it's not that i've worked in the food industry because i also have done that for me it's more like that's that's not some robot behind the counter like that's a person they have feelings they have a job that they have to run they can't do everything because you ask like it's it's another person just don't be a dick and they're providing something that you need when i was working you with want. you guys you need it it was the same thing you tell this is what we can do not good enough do better it, it doesn't fucking work that way it just it doesn't work that way it doesn't. I can't I, just make the price that you want. Today I had someone, can you make the delivery on Sunday or Monday? I'm like, dude, those are the two days. <laughs> the only two days my truck doesn't run. Well, you better call someone and make that happen. Like, well, I'm not going to do that because yes, they're going to tell no. you the same thing. I'm not. Right? There's going to be someone who tells you louder. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> somebody with more authority than me well, is going right. to say no. A good example of the place that you and I used to work. Um, I don't know if you heard this one. This I'm pretty sure I told you about this one. This is a great story. This guy's looking for Product X. We stopped carrying Product X oh, for a yeah. while because, because of, of legal reasons. Fuck it, we worked in a cigar store. We did. That's, that's, yeah. that's and yeah. Awesome job. Super fun. Just didn't pay. But this guy's coming in looking for a tin of, I think, Ashton's or something like that. Yeah, just smaller cigars. And that we legally, there was a, there was a legal reason we couldn't carry them anymore. I don't know if it was a legal reason or it was a, a logistical reason. reason. It was, it was yeah, because there was something reason. like the tax. They started taxing them like cigarettes. Like, so the price was like quadrupling like, for the re- for the customer. Our cost was, was what they above were. what it used to retail at. Right. So Jesus. most yeah. places 
stopped carrying them. Then fuck that noise and just didn't like because it. nobody was going to buy them. You were at well, that the point, thing was no one was buying them, and I think that's why a lot of places stopped. And that the, was that the was the answer I got. Just, nope. So yeah, this guy comes in, is like, ridiculous. "Where are your Ashton tins?" I'm like, "Oh, dude, I'm I'm really sorry. We don't carry them anymore." I I he's like, "Well, you used to." I'm like, "You're right. We used to." I can't fully explain it, but there's a tax reason behind why we can't do it anymore. I'm not 100% sure. He's like, well, you know, why don't you just go grab your manager? All right, cool. I got you. Went out back, grabbed <laughs> my manager. Fucking, I got all you. Right, fine. So my manager comes up and explains it a little bit further. He's like, I, I, and again, he's like, I don't know the full reason, but that's basically the gist of it. And the guy's like, give me whoever you answer to. He's like, <laughs> Well, he actually is here right now. So, yeah, let me go grab him. <laughs> the owner used so, to hang out in that. This guy, so, this guy day. comes out. And he's like, what can I do for you? And he's like, so your guys are stowing away the Ashton tins, and uh, they're not telling me where they are. <laughs> he's like, well, it's because we don't have them anymore. And he gave him the exact, like, you know, Barney-style, completely right dumbed-down down reason why we can't. And the guy still didn't get it, so he goes further into it. And he's like, so basically you'd be paying about the same price for a box of cigars as you would for a tin of, like, you know, 10 small cigars. Almost cigarette-sized cigars. I'm just going to keep going up then. Who's the next person I talk to? He's like, oh, next person would be the president because I own the company. <laughs> just slams his fist on the case. This is fucking bullshit. Walks right out the door. <laughs> Best part was, like, I must have had a deer-in-the-headlight look on my face. I know the manager kind of had his eyebrows raised like, what? Owner's just, eh, that sucks. Goes right out back. He's <laughs> doing his thing. I love, I've I've never been able to see the end of that chain. I would have loved that. Who else <laughs> I talked to? It was I mean, there's beautiful. nobody else. <laughs> I own the company, so unless you want to talk to the president of the United States, I'm as good as you're going to get. <laughs> but at That's, the same time, I, I just shake my head and I'm like, what was that guy thinking? Because it's like, why would I not sell you something that you want to buy? That's the easiest sale I could make. Right. Like, the uh, <laughs> I I gotta wonder if the uh, if millennials get a, a bad rap because uh, who else? What other generations do you know that tweet? Yeah, we're we're just there's just more information. We it's just know whole, just, more. We see more. The whole social media thing and, and just the access. Well, it's that technology, we have and we're reliant now. on technology is because that's the way you know that's society is kind of heading. Yeah. We're adapting to that. The generation after this is growing up with that. And we and millennials, well, people, people tend to whine. Happens growing up. But it's but so easy to do on the internet. It's so easy to do it publicly now. Oh, and yeah. then you get because it's only I think what easier. it is is people do that, they complain on the internet because somewhere somebody's going to see that and they're going to agree with you. And the, it's the recognition that you feel you need. The worst invention ever is Yelp. Especially I have never small looked business. at Yelp. Uh, if you want to just look at a business, a great business, get trashed left and right for the dumbest shit possible, go on Yelp. That's why I would My love- food took 15 minutes to come out, and I hate this place, and I'm never going back, and they're not getting my business. I went to Starbucks and asked for ice in the bottom. And it was up top by the time I got it. <laughs> and I will not stand for this. And I demand a $500 gift card and a diet water right now. Diet why, water. why did that voice get better as it went on? Because <laughs> he kind of got used to it. Right. I'm an actor. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to know what actor. movies I've been in. Hot thespian action. 
That was one of them. <laughs> I didn't realize that was that fit part. I that wasn't was even good. to answer the question. No, that was perfect. I like that. That was good. Oh, I dig that. That was good. <laughs> oh, that's that's great. Yeah, the um now question for you guys. Absolutely. And me eventually. Great. Best job that you've ever had. I was gonna go there. Oh, uh, best job I ever had? That's a tough one. I mean, I think we've I and it and it doesn't necessarily have to be you had the best leadership best way just the best overall experience your pay could have absolutely sucked but if you didn't hate going to work every day now what was that job for you or is it's it's not, it's not current not for me for it's sure. a tie between the cigar shop and where i work now wow because the cigar shop the environment i worked was fantastic I mean, we literally, you, me and you, we had the run of that store. Oh, got away with murder. It was wonderful. I mean, but, but the it, thing is, we didn't really, fu- I mean, we fucked around within reason, but ev- most things we did was to try and benefit the company. And it was. I mean, staying we, till five in the morning. Yeah, don't get me wrong. We smoked our fair share of cigars doing it. Absolutely. But that's because we were either putting away a $100,000 order of cigars or we were reorganizing vapor completely, as in ripping out the entire display and building it back up. And cleaning the entire thing and just re- redoing the whole thing, making it look better. But, I mean, that shop was one of my favorite places I've ever worked. And I wish I could still work there, but the money just isn't there. And where the reason I left is because things went downhill. So new I jumped ownership, ship. new management. And it, it took a turn for the worst in my eyes. The, the company's still doing very well because I still go there because one of my buddies runs one of the shops. Right. And I still frequent the store. It's Speaking a great of which, place. I got a voicemail the other night asking where we were. I'm like, I didn't fucking realize I was supposed to be there. Yeah, it was. He never got in touch with you. He got in touch with me. They had an <laughs> event going on. Oh, well, son of a bitch. I would have liked to have been there. Well, I thought you knew about it. I don't know. Negatory. Apparently, you know. he thought you knew about it. So I don't know. But oh, either yeah. way, where I work now, I like. Yeah, that was my bad. Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I like now because the pay's nice. What I do isn't super difficult. What the hell did you guys just do on the table? You <laughs> were just slowly massaging my leg. It's fine. <laughs> I'm assuming you guys must have touched feet and it was yeah. awkward. So yeah. I just decided to caress his thigh. <laughs> okay. Give him a little kiss. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, Hashtag no homo. I call it. I call, <laughs> I call my dick a little kiss. Anyway. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that later. <laughs> call mine the fresh maker because it's about roughly the size and shape of a mento. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Too far. My bad. But anyway. <laughs> where I work now, it's Mentos. Nine, it's a- Link in the comment below. <laughs> God damn it. Link in the description is what you meant. I, whatever. But this isn't a YouTube video, so. Ha! But anyways... <laughs> Where I work now, it's a nine to five job. I have weekends off. It's a no- mm. I work a normal job. Normal schedule is nice. Normal schedule is fantastic because it makes it easy to schedule things in my normal <laughs> life. Huh? And no, you don't say a normal schedule helps things scheduling normally. Yeah, <laughs> I call bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the pay is great. The job I have, I mean, it's a job. It's not perfect. I definitely don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Right, but. I make decent money doing it. I'm halfway decent at it. It's a challenge to get what I need in order to be successful. And I enjoy it. But I would say it's a tie between where I work now and the cigar shop. What about I, you? I'd. Uh, it's tricky because I feel like I, I'm torn between two. One being Toys R Us. Um, although I don't think I don't think I liked it at the time. Um, because, I mean. There's a lot of things you don't like at the present. Then you look back, it's like fuck. Man. Like it would have been. So it's the same deal. Like it just it didn't pay nearly enough. Um, 
But, but I think like once I their see, corporate structure is the people working in the stores, they're not, not there to, to make a career. They're there to get a paycheck so they can have a little bit of spending money right. while you're in school. Most people, yeah, most people there wasn't, it's not, wasn't supposed to pay well. Um, but like, as I settled into things, I like worked in electronics as slang and video games most of the time. That's not that great. I, I, I'm pretty sure I tried stiff iron people away from the bargain bin a lot. Like, don't well, buy this game. Kind of what you want. Don't it's buy. in the bargain bin for a reason. Like, don't. There's like six good games in that bargain bin. They're all Lego games. Like, <laughs> they're all of them. They're great games. These other ones, they don't. Not worth. They're it. like they come. This one's three dollars. Like, spend like six more, and you'll get something pretty good. <laughs> um, so I, I did like that. Just being able to help people. Um, that was interesting. The, but overall, probably the one I actually enjoyed while I was there was I worked in cell phone sales for a few years, um, and I'm still. Like, cause the the people working were great. the The company was pretty good. The um, people, the but your peers can make all the difference. Oh, absolutely. Even if you don't have great management, as long as the management isn't downright shitty, if your pe- your peers can make up for that. One of my one of my best friends currently used to be my old. I I met her because she was my supervisor. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, I still I'm still very good friends. I left that job. Uh, probably. It was November two years ago. Uh, I'm still really good friends with a lot of people there. Uh, and that job was that job was cool. I think uh, I I'm I mean I'm glad they ended up because I ended up leaving because I got blackballed for management. But I mean I'm kind of glad they did because had that not happened, I wouldn't be where I am now, and this podcast wouldn't exist. That's both really because I think met, met both, both of us there <laughs> through the job now. So at the job you guys are working, that is true. I met you guys yeah, there. I think. Uh, well, I met you at the cigar shop. Well, that's true. Well, but uh, it's funny though when you think about it. You and I started at cigar shop A, then, then went we cigar left cigar shop, shop A. B. You started at cigar shop B, and I went to visit you, and you just gave me an application, and said, "Dude, work here. <laughs> you're, unemployed, you're an unemployed piece of shit, anyways. Man, so work here. So fuck it." And then, so we both worked at cigar shop B. Then we both went to the job you're place. at now, and I couldn't hack it, so I left. Mm. Although you technically got me the job over at where I work now. Because you brought me to the open house. I didn't even know that I could go. And you were like, do you want to go to this open house? I know you're not happy working in Cigar Shop B. And I was like, you know what? Might as well. And now I'm here. But uh, what was your best job? I mean, aside from the gift basket place. Yeah, we know how much you love that. It was wonderful. Well, it taught me to have thick skin. So, hey, every bad experience has positives. I didn't know you worked at a gift basket place. It just makes the fact I made you a wonderful gift box even better. (laughs) That was expertly put together, too. I just, you know, from being a professional glue daughter and shit like that. Glue daughter? Yeah, when you see a gift basket and everything's perfectly arranged, there's little dots of, it's not glue. It was not somebody's offspring of glue. I I wasn't sure what was happening. I don't even know what that is, to be honest with you. Like a daughter. Like somebody's daughter. D-A-U-G-H-T-E-R. Like the Pearl Jam song? Sure. If that's what we need, yeah. Talking about Pearl Jam and offspring. This is going to get into a weird music podcast real soon. But what was the the best job? What do you got? It's a toss-up between Cigar Store A. Just because it, it was, it was it was so fun. It really was. For I think I was there a total of twenty one months, but it was it was for the most part a blast. Obviously, there were days that sucked. Yeah, we had LLFP. Oh, oh man, you remember those? So nights? much fun. Oh, it, it was. We would hang out. We had like our own little private smoking league between some of the employees, and we literally used to just get to the stores after they all closed. We would just hang out like a bunch of the employees would just hang out. At least it was a couple of times. For the most part, mm-hmm. it was just me, you, 
and John. And then we just hung out, smoked cigars till like two or three in the morning and just laugh and talk and just have a great time. Best part was the owner knew about it. So he rolls up one night. He didn't know we were there. That it's night. like <laughs> midnight, one in the morning. It was the first, that was the night he found out that we were doing it because he didn't know we were doing it originally. Oh boy. He wasn't mad. He was rolled up. Just upset no one invited him. He, get this. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he rolled up at one in the morning. And mind you, he he lives five minutes down the road from this shop. He rolls up with a pint of Ben and Jerry's, <laughs> walks in, comes out to the patio where we were, and says, "Hey guys, I'm okay with you doing this. Just let me know ahead of time." Goes into the lounge, turns on the History Channel, eats the entire pint of Ben and Jerry's, and leaves. It's like I'm gonna hang out. Didn't know you were hanging out, so we can hang out near each other. I went. In, I'm gonna be over here. <laughs> I went in and asked him why he was here with a pint of Ben and Jerry's. He's like. My wife doesn't like me eating the, pie, the Ben and Jerry's, so I came down here to eat it. <laughs> that guy. I know a lot of people said he was kind of a dick. I never had an issue with him. He was a fucking legend. Well, he didn't yeah, like. He didn't he's like relocating me. with a pint of Ben and Jerry's. He didn't like me, but that was because of the manager I had in the other. But store. just imagine how fucking baller you have to be to be like, my wife kicked me out, so I'm gonna go to the cigar one of the locations of the cigar store that I own to eat my fucking ice cream. It wasn't even that she kicked me out; she said, "I don't like it." So I'm going to my it. cigar so I'm store. Go do it over there. I'm do it somewhere else. Like, <laughs> yeah, she'll, and she'll I, see me at home. There is, I think, there <laughs> there is one time he's like, "Are you guys uh, hanging out tonight?" And I was like. Didn't know you know, I didn't. Or... I didn't even think about that. But I can have if you're okay with it. I can ask. He's like, yeah. Would you guys mind if I hung out with you? It's like, dude, this is your yeah. fucking store. You write my goddamn paycheck. <laughs> you sign my check. Of course, you can hang out. So you <laughs> just nah. you don't need your so <laughs> nah. You're not gonna. You're not you gonna don't make need cut. your inferior's permission to hang out in your store. <laughs> I think the word you're looking for is subordinate. Look, you're being very insubordinate and flippant right now. <laughs> you sound and churlish. <laughs> and churlish. <laughs> so it was a toss-up between that. I'd also what? say, and probably a very corny answer, I'd have to say the U.S. Navy. Huh. It was... From what you've told me about it, it did sound like it isn't nearly as bad as you would think it would be. The thing is, keep in mind, it... It is a job, but it's also your entire fucking life. Right. For however long you're in. I mean, I only did the four years, but I mean, and it was told to me by my recruiters, like some, some of the best and worst days in your life will be in the Navy. It's like, doesn't matter if you do four years, doesn't matter if you do a career of 30 years. It's like some of your best and worst days are going to be there. And I mean, he was, he was correct. I mean, there were some, there were some shitty days. I mean, for a long time, like the first two years I was there, we were working 18-hour days, Oof. something like that. Not always, but it wasn't uncommon. Um, the leader that I had at the moment, so just to give you a, you know, a breakdown of how a division on board a U.S. destroyer works, is you have your division officer, which is usually a junior officer. And in the military, junior officers are kind of shit on. Because they're brand spanking new and outrank everyone, so no one likes them. Right. Fair. Because of that. They and they generally no, they haven't proven themselves. And they generally don't know what they're talking about. Then you have your LCPO, which stands for leading chief petty officer. Chief is one of the highest ranks you can get as an enlisted. I mean, there's three different stages of chief, but 
Mm. Essentially, you're going to have a chief, an E7, who's going to be your leading chief petty officer. He's kind of the godfather, I guess. He runs the division, but he kind of does it from the back. Your your LPO, your leading petty officer, who's usually a first class, which is one below chief, they're really the ones telling you what to do. Then there's the work center supervisor, which is eventually what I became, who kind of, you know, individually like, all right, this is what LPO wants. So you and you, you're going to go take care of this and we're going to sign that off on the maintenance report. You'll take care of this and then you're going to do your damage control petty officer stuff. And then from there, the work center supervisor is usually logging all of that, all of whatever you're doing, corrective maintenance, preventative, you name it. Didn't have an LCPO, so our LPO was the LCPO and the LPO. And I don't want to say that he was a bad leader. because had enough, a lot on his plate. Enough mm. people liked him, but he had a lot on his plate. I think I think he was done with sea duty. And him and I, we never ended up seeing eye to eye. Since leaving, or at least since when he left this ship, I gained a lot more respect for him. Uh, kind of wish I told him, but... But he exploded now. <laughs> no, it's just he went off. I don't, I don't, I think he, I'm pretty sure he left Virginia. Yeah. So I'm not going to travel to wherever the hell he ended up to say, hey, do you know you actually weren't half bad. But hey, but under his, hey, leader, when I served with under his leadership, our 13 week, which is a maintenance report, it was backed up to like 20 pages. And I'm not going to get too far into it, but every single maintenance check requires a tag out, meaning we have to, you know, shut down the equipment from a certain power source. (laughs) Basically, to tag something out to work on it, it takes a long time. So 20 pages worth. To do just to do one check can take, depending on what it is, upwards of an hour, with 40 of those minutes being preparation. Nice. And takedown. Because that's what they just make you you do. 20 minutes of actual work. Maybe not even 20 minutes of actual work. Get a new chief and a new first class on my second deployment, I think the new chief actually came like the November before, but amazing leadership, awesome dudes. They clicked with each other. My whole division clicked with them. It was wonderful. We cut 20 pages down to like two. Nice. And there were many days where we checked the corrective maintenance log. Have we gotten any calls? No. This is where we can't do this because we're waiting on parts. All that's taken care of. Uh, Labonte, what's the um, what's the status on thirteen week report? Uh, it's Wednesday and it's finished. Well, let's say we go quote unquote PT after lunch. Basically, that meant we left the ship and PT closed and went home. Nice. And, but I mean, just the chance to travel. I yeah. mean, just some of the shit you see in the middle of the ocean. You think it'd be boring as fuck? It's not. But some of the stuff you get to see out there, going into foreign countries and seeing it from not exactly a tourist perspective, I mean, a little bit, but you're, you're there sometimes, for a reason. Sometimes you're in an area where tourists generally aren't there. Right. So you kind of get to see, you know, the raw. I mean, I've been to fucking Israel. That's, that was amazing. I don't remember a lot of it because I was wasted most of the time. Mm, but, being in the Navy, as you do. Right. But it was overall, I mean, there is plenty of shitty days. Plenty of shitty days. Plenty of days where I'm pretty sure the reason why I'm going bald was because of <laughs> the insane stress. But And the time you took a lot of radiation. Yeah. 
Well, that's why I'm pretty sure my nuts just will never work properly, but that's fine. Right. I'm <laughs> not complaining about that. The third one won't stop glowing. <laughs> no, that one fell out the other day. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking, right? <laughs> but you put it back in there. Right? <laughs> there is that little slit, but it's starting to emit a lot of pus. Mm. So I would recommend seeing a doctor, not the eye doctor. The insurance like hasn't did. quite kicked in yet, but once that happens, I'll probably don't. I, I mean, go. Uh, Go like a circus or something. Well, I was just going to go to like a tailor so they could sew it up. <laughs> oh, sure. They, they have needles and string. That they, do. they do. Yeah, there you go. Get them put, have them put a bell in there. <laughs> jingle, jingle. I'm just, I'm just thinking scrubs. <laughs> when they're at Walmart. I don't remember. Oh, God, that was good. That I was definitely good. don't remember because I haven't seen it. However, I won't st- I'll stop talking about that because product placement and legal reasons. But We're not saying we own it. We're fine. That's true. Either way, it was a hilarious episode. You should you should pull that up. But no, it was it was great. I just I did the four years. The thing was I got married halfway through my enlistment, and I did not really care for Virginia where I was stationed, especially being from up here. It's from, you know, five cities all rolled into essentially one huge city. I'm not meant to be in a city. Mm. I'm meant not to be city people. I'm meant to be in the ass end of nowhere where I am now. Wonderful. So and plus, say- I've told my wife, we decided, don't move down here. That's a big waste of fucking money. And I'd rather just go home and we can start our life there. Yeah. So- and, you know, and it, there's a lot of times I do miss it more than I do any other job. But at the same time, like, I'd probably be fucking miserable if I was still there. It's yeah. probably good that I got out while I can still have happy memories as opposed to having bitter memories. Right. The yeah. issue is I hear a lot of people separating after 10, 15, 16, or doing a career of 20 years, and they're bitter afterwards. It depends on who you are. If you feel it was the right move to, to bail after four, then bail after four. My grandfather did 20 years in the Navy, I mean, and he would highly recommend it to anybody. I thought that was going to go, and he's a bitter old fuck. <laughs> well, he's, I mean, he's old. You, I mean, yeah. He I'm pretty sure when you get to a certain age, you someone just, just comes up. It's bitter. like, where's your happiness? Oh, I got it right over here to the left. I'm taking that. Oh, now I'm bitter. <laughs> oh, that's literally happened in the span of three seconds. It's weird. But yeah, so you would you would definitely say that the, your time in the, in the Navy was your best quote unquote job. Pay was decent, and I got to travel. Mm, it's got sweet. paid to travel, and you meet a lot, and you meet a lot of very interesting people. I, I believe, believe that. Yeah. Yep. In fact, actually, at Cigar Store A, I managed to meet my bartender from a place. And I'm, I'll say, because I don't give a shit, it's Haifa, Israel. It's a place called the Bear Pub. If you ever find yourself in Haifa, Israel, go to the Bear Pub. I highly recommend that. This got really specific. Don't remember a ton because I was super drunk the whole time. Right, Bear Pub. But Bear Pub, it's a thing. Guy rolls into Cigar Store A, we're talking, and notice he has an accent. And I'm like, if you, know, if you don't mind me asking where you're from, I'm from Israel. Oh, no shit. And we start talking a little bit. And I was like, whereabouts? I was like, well, and I was part of the uh, Israeli Special Defense Forces or whatever it was. I know he was part of the Israel Defense Force and he was Special Forces. And he says, oh, I was stationed in Haifa. Like, oh, no kidding, dude. I've been there. And blah, blah, blah. I got out around, you know, 2012, 2013. I became a bartender. I was like, really? I went to plenty of those around there. Which one? It's like, oh, it was a place called the Bear Pub. 
You're like, I got really drunk there no once. fucking shit. So we're <laughs> you talking. You gave me liquor. <laughs> and he was saying, like, I one thing, I didn't. it didn't happen often, but I loved when Americans would come in because you guys tip. And I know some <laughs> people might view that as offensive, but that's one of the reasons why we pay attention to you first and foremost, <laughs> and pretty much only. <laughs> Because you're getting and extra we're talking, cash. and he's like, "Yeah, there there was a there was a destroyer import around this time, like new, like right around New Year's time." I was like, "Go on." <laughs> he's like, "Well, yeah, I mean, it was awesome because all the guys were super cool." It's like, "Oh no shit!" And we're talking. I'm like, "Dude, I was there. I was there. Like, you very well could have waited on me." He's like, "I remember everyone was so nice." He talked about an incident where the Chiefs mess rolled up and we weren't supposed to be drunk, but we all were. So when the Chiefs mess came, we all ran. <laughs> and you're like, "I ran. I was one of them." <laughs> and he was, and he, he get further, and he's like, "Yeah." And then I remember, like, because at one point we got so stupid drunk, we tipped him like 500 percent or something like that. Like our overall bill came to I don't know 50 shekel, and we gave him like 600 shekel or something like that. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I remember there was this dude with nipple piercings, which was a buddy of mine. He's like, there were like two just hammered girls crying. And there's like another just kind of weird looking hot dog head shaped dude over there. There's some dude hammered and he kept popping ibuprofen. I was like, that was me. You were, I did that. You remember me. You were my bartender. Like 4,000 miles in the other direction. That's incredible. Talk about a small world. Oh, it was awesome. He was super cool, too. But, yeah, I mean, so those are reasons why Cigar Store A and the Navy were probably the best places I worked. Mainly because like they kind of coincided. I like the how they there. overlapped. That's fantastic. <laughs> never, that really does. You don't hear about that. Never in a thousand often. years would I have ever expected that. That's, it was, that's it was, ridiculous. It was awesome, though. I really would love to travel, man. I mm. plan on going to Ireland next year. I really nice. hope I can do that. That's one neat, one thing neat thing about my new job. I do get to travel for it. I get you're, to go. When you go to Ireland, job, you get to travel. I so I'm going out to Chicago in October for training. Oh no, kidding! And next year they're planning on sending me to California. Um, you're gonna hate California. I've been there. I've been there once. I didn't like oh, it. This is in Northern Cali. I was in LA. Oh god, this is not LA. No, okay. but so I'm You'll going. I'm going to a manufacturing plant out there. Then I go to another manufacturing plant in Arizona. And they're talking about sending all the staff at some point over to Germany. Oh, wow. that would be cool. Because some of some of the products we have, it's one of the big players we carry. It's a German company. And they do a lot of their manufacturing in Germany. They do some in North Carolina, but there's still a lot that's manufactured over there. So they're saying, yeah, we might, we might, we might consider sending people over there. I'm like, I mean, that's just fine. I think we're, I think we've. Yep. Destroyed the topic. Yeah, <laughs> we, we talked that into oblivion. Right. I think, I think it was good, though. Yeah. What's next?